Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business Show. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. And let me tell you, when it comes to data, this is really all of our business in, in terms of how do we harness it, how do we better manage it, how do we make the most of it. You know, and I, I'm amazed by how much money companies spend when it comes to technology and data uh, in, in order to keep their business going, but how little is really invested in how to make the most of it. And so I, I uh, love my conversation with Elizabeth Feed, and her company is DTSearch.com. And uh, real quickly, just tell us what all that DT Search is about. Sure. DT Search has enterprise and developer products that run on premises or on cloud platforms to instantly search terabytes of Office files, PDFs, emails along with nested attachments, databases, and online data. Because DT Search can instantly search terabytes with over 25 different search features, many of our customers are Fortune 100 companies and government agencies, but anyone with lots of data to search can download a fully functional 30-day evaluation copy from dtsearch.com. Yeah, very interesting. By the way, I, I'm uh, anyone who knows knows me or listens to the show know I'm kind of a geek when it comes to true crime shows. And I saw one on Netflix recently, and uh, they were interviewing a, an attorney, and he had on his desk a book from DT Search that I'm assuming was a user's, a, a user's manual. <laughs> it wasn't huge, but it was clearly DT Search uh, on it. It was oh, kind of interesting. Funny. Yeah, it is funny. I said, yeah, hey, you know, I, I should have sent you and told you which one it was, but uh, I was with friends and distracted. But I, I knew I was going to at least tell you about that. But that was on Netflix. DT Search, you know, and of course it makes perfect sense. He's an attorney. You talk about someone who needs to keep track of his content, uh, you know, and what's being produced is an attorney. But that's also true for CFOs, CEOs, researchers. Uh, it really doesn't matter what field it is. You want to be able to easily access whatever it is you're working with. And that's what DT Search is all about. And so with that, why don't you start off with our topic today? Yeah, that's a good segue into it because my topic is as the should employees go physically back to the office debate rages on, that I wanted to point out that enterprise search can be a productivity enabler equally to those in office and those working remotely. And the key to that is index search. Very interesting. What is that? What exactly is index search? When you randomly rifle through files looking for certain keywords, that is basic unindex search. In contrast, index search, this in, in that the search engine first builds what is effectively a treasure map to the data. The index stores each word and its location in the data. Having an index enables instant search even across terabytes and even for those working remotely. So that's it's a great you know a great tool obviously if you're considering uh, making remote work permanent, which a lot of businesses are. In fact, I I predict we're about five maybe ten now. Five to ten years away from where the governments are going to make it where you better prove they need to work in an office 
or you're going to be taxed more or have more regulatory burdens simply because they're trying to reduce the carbon footprint. I don't support that. I think it's a terrible idea. But you don't have to be a rocket scientist to see the trend of government when it comes to that type of issue. I would not be at all surprised for that kind of uh, uh, approach. So how do you get a search engine to build an index? I'm sure that's the first thing that came to mind. Yeah, just point to the folders you want to index and leave the rest to the search engine. An index can hold up to a terabyte of text, and there are no limits on the number of indexes that the search engine can build and simultaneously search. In building its index, the search engine will go through all files as they sit there in their binary formats rather than pulling up each one in its native application. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, makes makes perfect sense. So do you have to tell the search engine what type of files it is working with, or does it intuitively now? Well, knowing the exact file type, Word, Access, Excel, PowerPoint, OneNote, OneNote PDF, email formats, web-based formats, etc., is essential for the search engine to apply the correct parsing specification. I won't call it intuitively, but the search engine can figure out the file type on its own from the binary file without even referencing the file extension. And that is a good thing, as it is all too easy to save a Word document with a .pdf extension or vice versa. Okay. So with that, how does remote access work? The key to remote access is multi-threaded concurrent search. A search engine can make available concurrent searching for everyone, whether in office or out of the office, through a WAN or web-based connection. Online search can run from an on-premises server or from the cloud, such as Azure or AWS. From a technical perspective, online search can operate in a stateless manner with no built-in limits on the number of search threads. So what about data updates? The search engine can update indexes automatically using the Windows Task Scheduler. In doing so, the search engine checks which files have been added, modified, or deleted since the previous index run and limits re-indexing to the new content. Updating an index does not block out local or remote searching, so both in-office and out-of-office concurrent search can continue without interruption. Oh, interesting. So are there any other features that can facilitate remote data access? Yes, caching. After an index search, the end user can click on an item to retrieve a full copy of that item with highlighted hits for convenient browsing. That works great if the underlying data is immediately accessible. But if the underlying data is not immediately accessible, a search engine can still retrieve a copy with highlighted hits with caching enabled. Caching stores the full text of items in compressed form along with the treasure map part of the index. Caching makes indexes a lot larger about the size of the original data, but it allows the search engine to immediately display everything with highlighted hits, even if the original data is slow to access or simply gone. 
Mm-hmm. So what types of searches can in-office and remote workers run? The most basic type of searching is natural language or unstructured search requests. This category includes all words and any word searches. All words looks for files, emails, and the like that contain all of the words in the search request, like fall, leaves, rake. Any words would take the same fall, leaves, rake search request and look for files that contain any one of these three terms. Okay, that's interesting. So um, how does the search engine rank retrieve files? By default, the search engine will rank search results by relevancy using a vector space ranking model. That means that the rarer the term in the index data, the higher its relevancy ranking. If fall and leaves appear in thousands of files, but rake makes its way into just a handful of files, then files with rake would get a higher ranking. And files with the densest mentions of rake, along with fall and leaves, would get the highest relevancy ranking, letting those running a search request go straight to the most pertinent files. Interesting, interesting. So what about more structured search requests? Structured search requests enable even more precision search, like leaves falling or pumpkin pie and fall season raking and not peppermint stick. Structured search can also include proximity elements, like requiring mocha within 37 words of chai latte or mocha within six words before chai latte. Structured search can also require that certain terms appear in specific metadata or it can expand a search request to variants of the same root term like rakes and raking for rake, as well as looking for synonyms or similar concepts. A search can also look for numbers or numeric ranges as well as date or date ranges, even across multiple formats. All this increases productivity for employees both in office and working remotely by letting them seamlessly hone in on the right data. All right, so can a search engine find personal data that should not be out there in a searchable database, or data set, rather? A search engine can flag credit card numbers in a data set. In doing so, the search engine takes any X digits that might represent a credit card number and runs those digits past a credit card checker to see if it is, in fact, a credit card number. Armed with that knowledge, those maintaining the data set can take steps to eliminate any credit card numbers from the searchable data. All right, anything else as we wrap up this segment? Everyone is welcome to go to dtsearch.com, that's D as in David, T as in Tom, search, all one word, dot com, to download a fully functional 30-day evaluation version to instantly search terabytes of their own data. There you go. Elizabeth D, DTSearch.com. I'm Kevin Price. This is The Price of Business. Stay tuned for more.